Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a die in business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. Hey, everybody. All right, welcome back. Um, So today, I wanted to talk to you guys about how to ensure your clients are successful in your group coaching program. So um, obviously we're talking about a group coaching program, so that's not like a course, it's not a self-study. I wanna talk a little bit about this because we have clients who come to us and they're really wanting to get out of like one-to-one coaching, get out of kind of the trade-in time for money model and they really wanna get into, you know, a leveraged group coaching program model uh, where they can, you know, scale their income and their impact. But they definitely have some common concerns and fears around doing so and around that transition. So I definitely want to talk about that. I want to say too, like one of the first things you have to decide when you're thinking about, um, you know, launching and leading a group coaching program Um, you know, obviously you want to really, uh, kind of like think into and feel into, uh, leading and, and holding space for like the, a a higher volume of clients, right? Obviously when you're doing one-on-one coaching, it's intimate, it's private, it's one-on-one. You're just working with that one individual client. When you're doing group coaching, uh, you know, you have a whole lot of different personalities and, um, perspectives in the room and different energy and different experiences and different goals and so you really just have to um you have to understand how to hold space and how to lead um a a group of of people or a high volume of people and I think that a lot I would say most people have kind of uh blurred perspective on what that looks like and what that means. A lot of people that we talk to, they're, they're, one of the big hesitant, hesitancies is, with group coaching program is that, well, I mean, how am I supposed to like coach and serve all of those clients? Like, how do you manage all of those people? And, you know, I think there's, there's boundaries. I think there's, um, you know, nuances to it. And most of what I'm going to cover today uh, will kind of uh, dissipate that uh, feeling of, oh my God, I need to like manage control and hold space for like a million people. Um, That's really not the case in a group program. Of course, you are holding a container in a room in a space that is larger. Um, 
but your responsibilities and your boundaries don't change in that manner, right? Um, it's not like all of a sudden you have a hundred kids and you're responsible for all of them. Um, there, again, there's nuances and there's there's structure, there's systems, there's delivery and strategy, uh, there's design that needs to come into doing this. It's not just like throw out a group coaching program and slap people in it. Uh, it's definitely way more nuanced than that, and you have to really understand what it is that you're getting yourself into. Um, so one of the first things you have to do is you have to decide if you're, if you've decided you, you want to lean into uh, group coaching, right? You have to understand this is a long game. This is not throw it up, throw it out and like start over, right? We're not going to create a group coaching program, launch it, fill it, deliver it, shut it down, start something else. This is not a course. It's not a self-study. It's not uh, one-on-one sessions. This is a long game, right? Um, I have had my Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind for eight years now, a long time, a long time. And um, we now have our Sales Academy program that's going on like a year. We don't, like when we create these group programs and these masterminds, um, we're running these for many, many, many years, if not longer. Like there's no intention of like, I'm going to run it for a month or two or six months or a year and then I'm going to shut it down. So I just want you guys really thinking long-term, this is a long game strategy. So once you've decided you're all in for that and you want to do that, you have to decide, do you want to run a cohort-based coaching program or a Roland-based coaching program? I've done both. I started with a cohort. Um, Usually when I launch a group coaching program or a new mastermind, I will run it in a cohort-based initially because I'm usually running it live, and so it's a start and end date. So a cohort-based would be uh, open enrollment and closed enrollment. So enrollment is open, and it it opens here and closes here, right? That's an open-close enrollment. Um, We typically call that like cohort, right? Um, And so... What you're doing in that case is you're bringing people in in a group um, f- during like a block of time. Um, and so you have a group of people that are coming in at one time. They're starting and ending at the same time. And they're going through your process. You're coaching them at the same time, right? Um, we we do those normally when we are launching a program for the first time because we're going to run it live. And so we want to run it through with everybody, obviously, at the same time. So we start and we end um, in 2020. Two, we launched Academy, uh, the Sales Academy program. That is our entry-level program that helps uh, coaches generate their first 10K, and we show them how to do that not once but over and over again, so consistently generate 10K and stack 10Ks. Um, And so in that Sales Academy program, we launched it uh, in the last quarter of 2022, and we had the start date Uh, or the enrollment date in October, and it ended at the end of December. And then the actual live program started in January after the new year of 2023. Then we've run it all this year. And now we've, we've sold a bunch of people in since then. And it's been just open enrollment, because it the first like four or five months, we ran it live. And then it's once we had the curriculum uh, evergreen and recorded, we we can we just open and enroll it. So people can join 365 days out of the year. Price investments look different throughout the year and so do bonuses and stuff like that, but it's always open. So we initially usually start with cohort-based 
And then we move into open rolling where there's no start and end date. You can just join all the time. So first you have to decide like how you want to run the coaching program, like um, how you want to do that. I'm always going to suggest and I always tell my clients, I highly recommend if you're if you're going to sell something and deliver it to to people for the first time, then I just highly recommend that you do that um, as like uh, live and do like a cohort style and run, you know, 10, 20 plus people through it first um, and then evergreen the curriculum and then it can be open enrolling. Um, but I always recommend running live at first. Okay, so one of the biggest concerns that clients have when they come to me uh, around, I want to transition from one-on-one and I want to go into group coaching is how are they going to handle the capacity of a high volume amount of clients, like a high volume of clients inside of the program. And really, honestly, the truth, you know, the truth is with this is that it's really about how you design and how you deliver your program. If you do it properly, the capacity does not change. Rather, you have 10 people or you have a 1,000 people in your program. It's just all in how you set it up, how you design it, how you deliver it. And we'll talk about some of those things in here in just a second. And then the other main concern that a lot of clients have when they come to me is, how are my clients going to get results without having one-on-one coaching? Or how are they going to get results inside of a group container with like lots of people, right? So they have these concerns. So those are like the two probably biggest, there's others, but those are like the two biggest concerns that coaches have when they come to us and they want to transition into group coaching. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about, I'm not going to do these in order. I think I have like... I have seven things to share with you. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. I'm not doing these in or- in any specific order. I'm just kind of giving them to you as I have them in my head. Um, so the first thing that you have to think about is your curriculum. This is everything because clients should be able to enter your program, go through your curriculum, okay, uh, understand the concepts you're teaching in that curriculum, and then implement it. So go off and implement it they should be able to do all of that without needing one-on-one calls with you. So they shouldn't have to get on calls with you, like one-on-one calls. They shouldn't need any one-on-one coaching to understand your curriculum, go through it, and implement it. If they're struggling with that, either number one, your, your curriculum is just way too complicated or it's not organized properly, or you have too much in it, and or you're putting the wrong people in it, and they're not, they're not uh, affluent. They're not highly sophisticated. They're, not, they're just not qualified to be there, okay? So curric- how you design your curriculum and then the organization. It's not just about the content you put in your curriculum. It's about the organization of the content. Your clients need to be able to step-by-step go through your curriculum and it should take them from one step to the next in an orderly fashion that moves them from where they are to the result that or the promise that your offer promises. Okay, so there's that. Um, Also with your curriculum, it needs to be improved consistently. We do ours every 90 days. So every 90 days... um, we will take the feedback from our clients and we will go in and we'll make changes based on where our clients having results, where our clients struggling, and where do we have room for improvement. And the way that we always look at it is how can we help the clients get bigger, better, faster results? 
right? So it's not about adding more to the curriculum. Clients are going to come in group programs and they're going to ask you for all kinds of stuff. Your job as a facilitator of a group coaching program is to hold your clients accountable to your curriculum. That is why they paid you and that is why they're there. Your job is not to say, oh, you want that? Let me create it. Oh, you you five want this thing and you seven want this. Like, And then all of a sudden you're creating new curriculums for everybody. That's not group coaching. That's one-on-one coaching where you one-on-one give them what they need. In a group program, you should have a curriculum, a step-by-step uh, training. We call these program pillars in our program. And your clients follow those steps to get the end result. It's not, they're not coming into your program telling you how they want you to teach them or what they want to learn from you and what, they, what you need to create for them. It's your job as the facilitator to say, here's what you need to follow if you want this result. And in this program, this is the result that we help you get. So you need to follow this process, okay? Um, <clears throat> so curriculum is really, really important and then improving it to make it so that clients can get bigger, better, faster results a whole lot easier. Um, And then the second thing is really back-end sales support. So one of the other big things is, oh my gosh, how do I hold space for all these people? How do I coach all these people? How do I manage all these people? Number one, we have to have boundaries. We're not managing anybody. We're not controlling anybody. Um, you're (coughs) You're holding space inside of a container, but you are not responsible for your clients getting out of bed, doing the work, getting the, the things done. Like there's a, there's a level of like boundary there in responsibility, okay? You need to be a leader and you need to empower and equip your clients with what they need to be successful so that they can be self-led. And that is extremely important. I am absolutely a no-go for creating client codependency. I am not going to have a bunch of clients in my program that cannot think for themselves, cannot take action without stamps of approval, and they have to, you know, run everything over our eyes 7,000 times before they'll make one move. That's not what we do, right? So you, again, curriculum needs to be tight. Qualification process needs to be tight, but you also want some back-end support. So having support in um, support and coaching your clients is really critical if you want to scale, right? If you want to have a coaching program that rather you have, you know, a hundred clients in it or a thousand clients, your capacity in terms of your effort, your coaching, your time, it doesn't change. Then you're going to, you can't do that by yourself. So you're going to, in order for your group coaching to not basically eat away at your capacity or everything is coming down to you to do all the coaching and the serving, you want to hire sales support, which is success coaches or accountability coaches. We teach everything I'm talking about here today is the stuff that we do in our mastermind program. This is what we teach in our mastermind program. This is the stuff that we help our clients set up to scale. And when I say scale, I'm saying taking a six-figure business to a multiple seven that is very sustainable, scalable, and can run without you. And um, one of those things to do that that we teach is back-end sales support which is having, you know, success or accountability coaches that help your clients go through the program. They help your clients um, with coaching. They help your clients get results and they help retain your clients and they contribute. And so basically what you want is to get these systems in place and get these people in place so that if you wanted to or if you had to, the the business could run without you. Like the clients could get coaching, onboarded, served, all the things without you that is like non-negotiable like i i don't know how people are building 
businesses that are dependent on them for everything. Um, if you got sick or you had to take time off, God forbid, right? Or something happened in your family or you just needed a break or wanted a break, um, you know, again, it, and again, as your business grows, you can't handle everything by yourself. So I think it's really important to have people on the back end that are helping the clients get the promise in your program so that they retain, they renew, they ascend, they keep paying you, they send referrals, they contribute to the bottom line. Okay. Um, the next thing is really listening to your clients and get them regular feedback. So I just mentioned a, a minute ago with updating and improving your curriculum, right? It's not a burn it down, build it up. Uh, back up, but it is one of those things where you really want to listen to your clients. We do a quarterly survey. We send it out every 90 days, like clockwork, to our clients. We get about 90, 95% of those back. We review them, my team and I, one by one, line by line, every word. And then we really look collectively at where our clients getting the most results and having the best experience, where are they not getting results and not having a good experience, and what can we do to improve? What can we do to make this better, uh, to make it faster, to make it easier uh, for the result and also for the experience. And so um, we'll make the changes according. That's how we decide what changes to make and what improvements to make is based on that because it's not just about clients getting results. They also have to have a good experience. An exceptional experience is what we call it. Um, And they also can't just have an exceptional experience and not get results. Those both have to coexist. So that's the way that we um, make sure that we are making the right improvements in the program. It has to make sense for everybody collectively, for the majority. Um, We need to think it makes sense. We need to be strategic and intentional with the changes that we make, the improvements that we make. And nine out of 10, it's taking stuff away. Nine out of 10, it's taking stuff out. It's not actually adding things in and putting more. It's usually taking stuff out. Um, okay. And then number four, or the next thing is an onboarding process. And this is really everything because buyer's remorse happens really fast. Like literally as soon as they make the payment, it begins, or it can happen hours to weeks later, but the sale does not stop when the sale is made. The sale begins when the sale is made, which means that every single day after somebody pays you, you have to keep earning their sale. You have to keep earning their money every month, right? Um, the experience that a client has from the moment that they pay you and all the way through until, you know, they have made, um, they have reached either the, the first big result or the first big milestone in your program, they're evaluating if they made the right decision and if they're going to continue to work with you. Now, I don't know about you, but most of us work really hard to get the sales. So if we're going to work really hard to get it, you should work equally, if not more, harder to keep it, right? So we like our lifespan of our clients to be one to five years. When someone signs on with us, our minimum programs are one year, it's 12-month programs. And we don't want them to just come in for 12 months and leave. Our work is really just beginning at that point, right? So in order for them to continue to do that, the, they, they need to be having a good experience and they need to be getting the result. And then the fifth thing is a group call structure. So just throwing people on group coaching calls and being like, what are your Q&As? Like, that's not good coaching. Um, you, I really believe that if you have a really high-level program, like a mastermind, that there needs to be, um, you know, you, you got to do like uh, hot seat coaching, um, group coaching or whatever, high, uh, hot, hot seat coaching. And then, you know, maybe you're doing um, 
you know, maybe you're doing like a collaboration or collaborative conversation in the room, right? It's mastermind. Uh, if you have an entry level program, then you really want to have um, like hot seat coaching you so that people can book a hot seat and get actual real-time coaching from you get their questions answered about your curriculum as they implement it you want to have uh feedback where people can submit things and you they can get your feedback your thoughts your perspective your opinion um you know just because they're asking for your thoughts and opinion doesn't mean that your curriculum is missing anything but if they are if 90 percent of your audience is not able to implement without that feedback well then that would be a curriculum issue but if they're able to like hey i went ahead and created this from what i watched and i wanted your thoughts that's that's coaching that's just feedback right so you want to have that and then implementation time implementation time especially in entry level programs you want to have implementation time carved out okay there's obviously nuances like it really depends one on the level of the program uh if it's like entry level or mastermind level um that will dictate and determine kind of the level of coaching and and support that your clients need and then the sophistication level of the clients coming into your program right and then one of the really big things is community and culture um you just want to build that in so i I think collaboration is really nice having uh breakout rooms breakout sessions things like that um and then finally one of the most important things is your program promise and i say your one program promise because you cannot track client success if you don't even know what the outcome is that people are working towards and your clients are not going to know if they're getting results if they don't know what they're working towards so when they join your program they need to know what are the results what does success look like in this program and how do I know that I'm reaching the milestones and that I am being successful in this program so we want you to have one program promise not a thousand because it's hard to sell lots of outcomes it's hard to uh, for a client or prospect to understand and grasp how they're going to get multiple outcomes and then it's hard in the program to guide your clients easily without massive amounts of heavy coaching to get an outcome so when we look at our sales academy the sales academy is our entry level these are clients who are coming these are coaches who are earning under ten thousand dollars so they're coming into our entry level to get to consistent ten thousand dollar months and so the outcome in that program the one program promise is that we help you get to ten thousand dollars per month consistently period end of conversation there's not we help you do this and this and this and that we help you generate ten thousand dollars a month consistently in our mastermind program which is for our clients who are doing um you know over they're doing ten thousand dollars a month or more so some are doing 10 some are doing 50 some are doing 40 some are some are getting close to 100 it just depends on who they are so they come into that program ready to scale and they're going to come in uh, in the one program promise inside of our mastermind program is that we help you cross and sustain <clears throat> uh, seven figures in your business with front and back end support. So a seller, um, so support and, and success coaches um, and uh, a group coaching program. So we help you uh, cross and sustain seven figures with seller support and group coaching. That's it, period. So that's those are the outcomes. And when you have promises, when you have one promise, you can map out a path to get there. But it's very difficult to create the path. So the steps, the program pillars, here's what you need to do to get there. It's very hard to do that when you're like, we'll help you do this and this and this and this and this and these 50 things. Nobody wants all that, right? So loss is a whole lot more, guys. And the one program promise is going to be so critical, not just for like clients coming in and for your sake of like 
creating a curriculum that people can get through on their own without feeling like they need the one-on-one. Um, that also you want to make sure you're designing things like your coaching sessions, your onboarding and your curriculum and your retention and exit processes. You want to make sure everything you're doing you're creating it from a perspective of somebody else doing it for you. Someone on the team, right? Handling that. Because you really want to make sure your business could run without you if it had to. And if everything is jumbled in your own brain and you're doing a million different things, a million different ways all the time, then it's not repeatable, it's not sustainable, and it will never be able to come off your plate, which means you're always the bottleneck, right? So those are some of, those are not all, but those are some of the most important things um, for you to be thinking about if you're thinking and considering about doing group coaching. Um, if you are definitely, uh, if you are thinking about doing group coaching or maybe you're doing group coaching and it's not going very well, um, definitely reach out because, uh, send me a DM or an email, send me a DM, instant message on Facebook, Instagram, like you can find me, I'm everywhere. Um, Just shoot me a DM and let me know you listen to the podcast. Let me know, tell me about your group coaching program or your group coaching program goals or your group coaching program questions or concerns. And we can talk about, um, you know, if one of our programs is a good fit, depending on where you're at and where you're trying to go. Uh, And we can see if what we're doing with our clients would be a solution for you. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. See you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high-achieving coaches who are skilled scaling their income and impact and leveraging their CEO time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal. We focus on scaling sustainable and highly profitable group programs, your conversion and launch strategy, a repeatable sales pipeline, and scaling with profit-driving sellers so you can get your time back. If simplifying your scale, putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and let's see if the Profitable Entrepreneur could be your next best investment. And I hope to see you on the inside. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Okay, I want to talk about the number one thing today on this episode. I want to talk about the number one thing that every single business owner that exists absolutely must have in order to be successful in your business and in order for you to have consistency in your business and in order for you to sustain your business. Um, This has come up a lot, a lot lately. I have seen so, so many entrepreneurs that are lacking this one thing and it is killing their business. It's literally putting them on welfare. It's putting them back in the corporate, you know, uh, job fair that they did not want to be in, that they left initially to begin with. It is having them literally 
put their dreams and their passion on the back burner and say, screw it. And they're shutting their businesses down and they're going fucking crazy. And this is, I'm seeing this more right now than I have probably, I don't know if I've seen it at this length for a very long time, if at all. Um, so I, I needed to create a podcast episode about this. We need to talk about this. Um, and I think that there's a lot, I think there's a, not a lot, but I think there are a few things that are creating this, uh, lack of this one thing in the industry right now. And we could totally talk about that, but let's just give you the juice and let's get into this a little bit. The number one thing that you absolutely have to have, and it is not, it's not even negotiable. It is not an option. You will never succeed ever if you do not have this thing. The number one thing is conviction. I don't care who you are, what you sell, what you do, what type of business you have. I don't care. You have to have conviction. And this is really big. So we talk to 200 people a day um, in our sales database. That's part of our organic sales method. And no, it is not me doing it. I have a team, so it's scalable. Uh, I just want to address that because there's so many people that are so anti-organic or anti-build relationships. If you're one of those people, fuck off my podcast. Why are you here? That is what I'm all about. So this isn't the place for you. Goodbye. Um, we have people that are so anti-relationship and human connection and uh, they don't want anything to do with it. And so every time I say that you could talk to hundreds of people and close high ticket sales in the DMs all day, every day, sustainably, consistently for the rest of your life and you'll work, you'll work way less than anything else you're doing, those anti-people always come back. That is not scalable. I don't have time to talk to people. I don't have time in my life to speak to humans. I'm so above it. And oh my God, cringe, yuck. You're such gross people, sorry, not sorry. Disgusting. Uh, it is scalable when you know how to do it, so you're uneducated because when you know how to do it, it is totally scalable. Anyway, side rat. Um, okay, so um, I don't wanna get on my soapbox because it's so bad. Okay, anyway. What I want to talk about is conviction today, okay? Because in the hundreds of conversations that we've been having every single day with our audience, we are seeing and hearing a lot, like over 85% of the people we're talking to every day. We are hearing them lack massive conviction in their superpower, in their zone of genius, in their their dreams in the thing they say they want. There's like zero conviction in it. And why do you care about that? So if you're sitting here listening and you're like, so what? Who cares if they don't have conviction? What does that have to do with anything? Why does it matter? Let me tell you. I'll tell you why it matters. I'll tell you why you should give a lot of shits about it. Because when you're convicted in something, you believe in it. It is a huge part of your existence in the, it's a huge part of why you're here with this amazing talent and, and what you're here to do in this world. It is something that is part of your soul. It is not just a passion project. It's not just an idea. 
it isn't just this, I woke up today and want to try this. It's not a hobby. It's not like a sport event that you're going to. It's not like, oh, I'm going to get on the treadmill today. This is like, it is the reason I fucking exist. It's why I'm here. I am designed. I was created to do this work. I'm going to do it if I have to die trying. Like, I'm here, and I, I absolutely, it's not an option to leave this planet, to leave this world, and not fulfill this mission. That's fucking conviction. Conviction is when 5,000 people will tell you you suck, and you'll still keep going. It, conviction is what allows you to stay in the game Conviction is what keeps you moving forward when nothing is working. Because I don't know what planet you guys are all from, but uh, business and entrepreneurship is hard as fuck. And it's slow and it takes a long time. And nothing goes as planned. Nothing ever goes as planned. Um, It takes a while. You're going to go through way more failure and way more no's to get to the yeses and the success. One million percent. Anybody tells you different, they're lying right to your face. They are flat out fucking lying to you. There's no one that is successful that has not had to go through the fucking trenches like you would not believe. And a lot of you guys, you aren't cut out for it. And it isn't because physically you can't do it or mentally you can't figure it out because you can learn the skills that you need, right? You can learn the strategy and you can learn the skills and you can get your ass up out of bed and you can do what needs to be done. It, it, all of that is possible. Anybody can work online. If you have fingers to type on a keyboard and you have a voice and eyes, you can type and you can work and make millions of dollars online. We have what we call laziness, okay? We have a society that is extremely lazy, very entitled, and they expect instant gratification. They expect if I work hard, if I do the things, I better get the results or I quit. And it's a very entitled mentality. And we have a lazy society, flat out. I said what I said, and I'm, I'm very unapologetic for it. I'm not apologizing. I said what I said. We have a lazy society that is very entitled and expect instant gratification. What that equals is failure. You'll never succeed with that mentality. I don't care who you are. You're never going to succeed with that mentality because it, those things don't exist. That is not reality. You're up in cloud nine somewhere and we need to come back down to reality. Those things don't exist. People are starting businesses and they have this idea that it's going to be fast, fucking furious and easy and they barely have to work. They're quitting their fucking jobs. They're starting these businesses in like overnight. And they're like, hello, hello, week one, um, mm-hmm. where's my sales? I don't understand. Oh my God, I can't do this. I'm giving up. This is ridiculous. I don't have time for this. Oh my God, hashtag life. And those are people that lack massive conviction. You just don't have it in you. You don't have conviction and you don't have a stake in the ground. You don't have something you believe in. You don't have a mission that means more to you than money. You're just chasing dollars and cents and and you're willing to do any, like you're willing to quit jobs, give it a shot, try it. If it don't work, you'll try something else. You don't have any commitment and conviction to what you say you want, because if you did, you you wouldn't give up. You wouldn't say hashtag life, 
Um, life is happening to everybody. Get over it. Life is happening to everybody always and forever. And no one is exempt of that. You are not exempt from life. You're going to get curveballs. Life is going to happen to every single one of us. And there's no one in this world that is exempt from that. So how do you think every other person is doing business and doing life? How do you think they're doing that? This is, you You don't have a good mindset when you think like this. When you think, oh my God, it's my business or my life. Oh my God, I've got to quit my business because hashtag life, it's just wild right now. You just don't have conviction. You're not, you shouldn't even be an entrepreneur. You shouldn't even be, you should go get a day job. Go get a job, sit at a desk, punch time clock, do your things, get your, get your paycheck, call it a day. Done and done and done. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, easiest way through life. You should go do that. And I'm not apologizing for what I'm saying because we have very, very top influential leaders in this market that should be saying this. They should be saying this to you and they're not. And they're feeding you smoke and mirrors and a bunch of bullshit about how fast and easy you could just set up a funnel and voila, you're a millionaire. You can never talk to anybody again and you could just set up this automated low ticket course, sell, sell and make millions of dollars in your sleep while you're on the fucking beach. You could start your business and be making a million dollars next week. Bullshit. And you know what? They've never done that. No one's ever done that. No one, you have to use your brain and you need to say like, okay, wait a minute. That does not make sense. Like really, if, if it was that easy, wouldn't the whole fucking world be doing this? Like, no. And why don't you do your due diligence and go check that person out and go look at their story five years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago. Trust me, no, none of what I just said is actually reality and no one's ever done that. The people that are successful have hustled, they've grinded, they've sacrificed, they've worked their ass off and failed every motherfucking step of the way. And if anybody tells you different, they are fucking lying to you. You know what they're doing? They're telling you their current reality, but not what it took to get there. Flat out. I will never apologize for being the bearer of bad news. I will always tell you the fucking truth. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is hard as fuck. And if you don't have conviction, you will give up at the first sight of trouble, challenge, obstacle, failure, judgment. The second shit gets hard, you're going to get going and not going in the right direction, but I'm out. You will not do what it takes to reach your goals if the goals that you have set for yourself are not that fucking important to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? When I was on welfare, a single mom, I was living on $363 a month in food stamps, and I had no family, no support, no education, and I was suffering from debilitating trauma, PTSD, and anxiety from my extremely abusive, neglective childhood, okay? And I had experienced things in my childhood that most humans don't experience their whole life, from molestation to starvation to physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, being locked in rooms for days at a time without a sip of water and an ounce of food, sleeping on hard floors, forced to eat my puke. I could go on and on and on about the abuse I encountered all before I ever turned eight years old. And this was straight from the womb. As soon as I was born, I was right into the foster care system experiencing this from day one. I had no education. I never went to high school. I had no family. My entire family was completely poor, broke, super entitled. Um, let's just say all odds were against me. 
Okay, all the odds were stacked against me. I was not the picture of success. Okay, I was the picture of total poverty, food stamps, welfare, lack mindset for the rest of her life. And I had to have conviction to dig myself out of a fucking hole that I was put in by other people. And I had to spend many years of my life digging myself out of that hole by myself. I had to self-educate. I had to self-motivate. I had to uh, learn by myself. I had to be resourceful as fuck. I had to fail so, so much. I had to sacrifice beyond anything you'll ever imagine. Um, I've lost so much getting where I am today. And for many years, I talked to myself. Um, I didn't really make money. I didn't get clients. Everything I did did not work. No matter what I did, it didn't fucking work. I'm here 20 years later, successful, happy, and I'm living my dream life, business and life. How the fuck do you think I got here? Because there's no handouts. No one helped me. Nobody helped me. No one gave me a handout. No one pulled out a seat at the head of the table and said, here, Anne, we're going to give you a handout. Come sit at the head of the table. Here's your opportunity. I didn't have opportunity. Nobody did anything for me. No one encouraged me. No one motivated me. No one educated me. No one cheered me on. No one applauded and clapped their hands when I did receive or accomplish anything. Nobody did shit for me. I did this by myself, for myself. And what I need everybody to understand, you need to share this podcast because as harsh as it might sound and as aggressive as it might sound, there's so much passion behind this message because you need to understand this. Everybody starting a business needs to understand that it isn't strategy that's going to make you a million dollars. It's not going to be your hard work that's going to make you a million dollars. It isn't going to be the platform you choose that makes you a million dollars. It's not going to be your last investment, your next investment, your future investment. It's going to be your motherfucking conviction to do whatever the fuck it takes to get what you say you want. And if you're saying you want shit, that you're not willing to do whatever it takes to get, you don't want it that bad. And so you lack conviction in that thing. And you're never gonna succeed if you don't have conviction. The only reason I am here and not on welfare and not collecting food stamps and not living in the state of mind that I spent my whole life being conditioned to, the only reason that I'm not is because I wanted a fucking out. I wanted to break that cycle. I wanted more for my kids, my son at the time. I wanted a different life. And I bet on me. I did not give my power to anybody else. I did not give excuses because blaming other people is giving your power away. I spent my whole life surviving. I had to find ways to survive in the abuse that I was in. I had to find ways to stay alive and to make it. And so I have conviction. When I say I want something, I'm not kidding. And I'm not going to wait on you to do it for me. I'm not going to wait on algorithm to make it. I'm not going to wait on life to get easier. None of that's ever going to fucking happen. None of that is ever happening. Nobody's doing shit for you. Life isn't easier in five months from now. You, Your life is going to look in five months, whatever you believe it is today, unless you change that. 
if you're stressed and overwhelmed today, you're going to be stressed and overwhelmed in five fucking years unless you change it. Life isn't getting easier, better for you. It's not giving you a handout. It's not going to make it easy. It's not going to throw you a bone, sister. It isn't going to happen. You need to bet on yourself, take your control and your ownership back, and you need to do whatever it takes to get what you say you want. And if you're not willing to do that and stick it out, you don't want this bad enough. And so that is a lack of conviction. People that have lack of conviction don't have success. They don't make it because you give up before you get there. You give up too soon because it doesn't mean that much to you. Stop fucking around. Starting a business is not a fucking hobby. This is not a charity. This isn't a side gig, a passion project. This is a fucking evolution. This is life altering, life changing. This is a lifetime commitment. You either are in or you are out. There is no middle ground. Get in the game or get out of the game, but get out of the way because millions of people are coming to take over and we are doing this because we have conviction and we're not fucking around. You will get stomped on. You will get spit up, chewed up and spit out in five seconds in this industry if you don't have that conviction because every time someone has something to say that you don't love or like it's going to go straight to your head and you're going to be a pity party and you're going to throw yourself a pity party for weeks and months and you're going to wallow in your own pity and dig a dig a big hole and you're going to bury yourself in it and cry about it you're going to make a million excuses start blaming the whole world and hashtag life is life is life and i can't do business and life because i you know whatever you're not cut out for this if that is your mindset you need to have conviction and that is what's getting you through this very very hard decision that you're making to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're looking for easy, get a job, go get a job, go punch a time clock. That's easy as fuck. We got 16 year old kids doing it. That is easy. You want to start a business? You better get yourself all in that game. You better be all in and ready. You better be ready to take out loans. You better be ready to go into a little bit of debt, especially in the beginning. You better be able, uh, ready to take risks. You better be ready to uh, sacrifice. You better be ready to work harder than you've ever worked your whole motherfucking life. You better be ready to fail and be judged in every other thing you can think of because that is the name of this game. And that is why only 1% ever make it because of that. Unless you have conviction, those things will take you out of the game in five seconds. I see people who started their business last week and they're already quitting. They're already quitting because they can't handle a week's worth of work. I'm telling you right now, guys, this is the name of the game. Okay. This is 2024 and beyond. This is what you got to have. If you don't have it, go get it, go find it or get a job because you're not going to be able to do this if you don't have that conviction. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful. Share this out, spread the word. It is a message that needs to be heard. Um, all right, I'll see you guys on the other side.